I could I could give you some stuff on that. But I, I just... <laughs> uh, Tim's uh, Tim's what 14 years, 20 years in the military. Uh, uh, he has stories that are. Uh, oh, yeah. Classi- let's say those are classified. Let's just yeah, they're classified. classified, and they would get the hosting company for our podcast. <laughs> they would get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. This week's topic is finding your passion in IT. And today, I wanted to talk about how, really how people get into IT. And the reason I say that is because as when you get into IT or when you first started to get into IT, um, that can have a pretty big impact on the trajectory of your career through IT. It's also probably one of my favorite things to ask people in IT because it's so neat to hear the varied stories of how people got into it. I I tell the story and I tell, a, a I have a full bit about my, you know, my mom got me into IT and I will probably be taking parts of that and sharing that this week because I think I need to punch it up a little bit. A lot of people, they end up in the world of, well, I, I, I was in school or I was in high school and I got into programming and then, and then that was their, their uh, intro through or into IT. Other people uh, have, you know, through the military, which a lot of the time is the infrastructure folks or um, voice people or security side of the world, really, a lot of the time is, is that military background. I wanted to be a game developer. I hear that a lot from younger younger people. I want I wanted to get into game development and 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 then but they're like coding for a bank or something. You're like, eh, how do you know? How do you feel that played out? And a lot of the time, that actually, I do worry that that's those are the people that are the the most um. I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the the least engaged in the in IT are those that got into it for the money or got into it because they wanted to do some really creative thing that you, they just, those jobs are few and far between. They're hard to get. And so that, you know, they ended up uh, working more for corporate America and they, they are frustrated. Um, And then there's always the other one, which is I'm good at computers. And those are usually the people that like got, got end up in help desk because, well, Hey, everybody used to always used to ask me in the office, what was, why, you know, hey, the printer wasn't working or this wasn't working. And so they end up, you know, getting more into that. There are a lot of the time self-taught guys and they can be, they can have really unique and, and sort of eclectic backgrounds. But I, I'd love to hear, you know, Matt, maybe from you, how did you get into IT? And then how have you seen that play out for, you know, kind of in your career? Well, going back to your thing about, you know, since we're a little bit older and we and we uh, go to our kids all the time about how to use our cell phones, does that mean that almost all of our kids should be in the IT business now that they're good at like? 
I believe everyone is in the IT business. Everybody's IT support at this point because everybody's got some thing they know about your phone that you didn't know. Yeah. You know, my background was, I just think growing up, um, I just had this technical inclination to want to learn and see how things work. Like I, I had a popular mechanics and a popular science uh, magazine subscription as a kid. And I always love the sections where they like dissected what a, a device looked like and you can kind of see the ah. So I think I was predisposed to, to get into um, at least a technology field. And I 100% agree that regardless if you don't know what you're going to do when you grow up, getting some kind of technical uh, degree uh, could be applied to anything. So I got a mechanical engineering degree and now I'm not really using it, but um, as a professional mechanical engineer, but that the studying and the rigor of learning, I'd say a science in college helps with so many things, problem solving, um, just breaking down complex things into simpler things that it could be applied to anything. And then if you choose IT, that's great. And uh, I was lucky enough to get a job out of college coding, um, even though that wasn't one of my passions. I think that was an on-ramp to just being in the IT business. So yeah, really, you I, started in I, coding. I'm a nerd at heart that just, you know, and then jumped to the dark side of uh, the business technical sales side of, uh, of a company from my days of coding. If you were talking to somebody that was in a mechanical engineering or a science sort of based um, uh, background, yeah. but they were wanting to get into IT, any any thoughts on, hey, this is how you might want to approach it? The one thing I would say is any company you could think of on planet Earth, Earth right now is a technology company, even if at first glance, they don't seem like one. Let's just take a simple one like Starbucks. Like you're right, you go get coffee and you're thinking Starbucks is not a technology company. And you'd be so wrong if you start looking under the covers about how in the last few years they've switched almost all their ordering to online. You could, you know, you could order ahead of time, walk into the counter, take it out. You know, Starbucks does a ton of analytics on long lines and the queue and the in the drive-through. So I guess uh, answering in a roundabout way, Jerry, is this, even if you, as a person trying to think about IT, if you don't think that, you know, all companies are IT based, you're hundred percent wrong is even the companies that you think are not um, anywhere close to the technology, like making coffee, uh, would be my my advice to say is that you could still work for an amazing company if, if they have a, a passion or if they have a product, a service, uh, a noble cause that you love. There's a technology underlining aspect of it that you can get involved with, and then you could be a part of said cause or that noble that noble drive. So that that's, that's great. Just be my perspective. And I don't know how to get into it, uh, and you know help you with those things. But you know we're all three of us would love to coach and mentor young people. So I love uh, giving advice uh, unsolicited or or mentoring when asked. <laughs> <laughs> as my uh, kid here my unsolicited <laughs> feedback uh all right well um now we're going to shift to the open source comedy side of this and i'll open it up to uh matt do you have anything you wanted to share today so i just went to thailand i'm returning from a vacation i have a uh, a gentleman who's a really good friend of mine who actually served in Vietnam and, you know, thinking that Vietnam era going ashore in Asian countries, you can imagine some of the trouble young sailors would get into. And um, uh, this is more of a story. His, his, his advice to me was always check before you engage with someone because you might not know what's, you know, what sex that person is. Ah. Um which I guess was good advice for young young men on yeah, in the 70s and 80s. But um, 
for those that haven't been to Thailand, there's this big thing called lady boys, where they are men that absolutely look like women, which is probably his advice to me. But now with medical care, they're, you know, the checking part uh, actually might not uh, divulge um, said information. Gotcha. So, uh, so when I was in Thailand, not that I participated in any of this, but I was just laughing to myself each time I saw these lady boys and they're wearing what looked like bathing suits. And you're like, how are they hiding that down there? And it's because it's been chopped off. So um the military manual, Tim, of seven uh, 40 years ago is no good in, in ladyboy land in, in Thailand now is, is just my <laughs> humorous <laughs> observation, less a joke, but yeah, I could I could give you some stuff on that, but I, I just... <laughs> uh Tim's uh Tim's what 14 years, 20 years in the military. Uh, uh... he has stories that are um, oh, yeah. Classi- let's say those are classified. Let's just yeah, they're classified. classified, and they would get the hosting company for our podcast. <laughs> they would get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, uh, Tim, did you have anything you want to share today? I I do. I do. Right. I walked into Denny's yesterday morning. Uh, went there by myself to get breakfast and there was this what looked like a dad was asking his son to tell him what type of dinosaur he was holding up he was holding up pictures of dinosaurs and the dad would hold up a picture and somebody like it's a it's a t-rex and the dad's like yay johnny that's awesome great job and i was just thinking to myself i was like that's why are we why are we teaching our kids about dinosaurs? What, what value does that bring? And then I was like, you know, if I was to get pulled over for a suspected DUI and the police officer was like, have you been drinking? I say no. And then they hold up a picture and I say stegosaurus and they're like, get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't do that anymore. I mean, really what we should be teaching our kids is I should show them, I should show my son two pictures of a woman the same woman and ask him hey what's the difference and he's like that one i had a haircut like good job good good job (laughs) and then two more pictures i'd hold up and like what's the difference son my my son would say she looks mad she's mad but she doesn't look mad great job son great job you know that's what we should be teaching (laughs) that's it that's the true training we should be giving. That's the true sons. training, right? There. It's like <laughs> um, a good friend of mine uh, who will remain nameless. Um, his his wife wanted to take a picture of us, and it was like a few minutes into it, and him and I were kind of talking, and you know we we heard her, but we didn't acknowledge right away. And then she was like, "Forget it." Don't worry about it. I won't take it. And we're like, no, 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 no. You know, we try to bring her back in. And then I was like, I, I got this. I got this. It, my friend's name is Steve. And I I brought my friend over and I put my hand around him or my arm around him. Like, listen, and this is me to his wife. I'm not, we're not leaving this position until you take a picture, right? <laughs> that's, that's years and years of uh, a failure and, and knowledge of, you know, this is this is how you deal with situations like this. Right? Stegosauruses would not help me in that. 
Uh, I like identifying it. I like it. a angry or happy stegosaurus might yes. have been. <laughs> and realizing what I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help my friend out here. Like, yeah, we're this. We're getting this picture done. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, all right. Well, that's great. Uh, I'm gonna tell a, more of a story, and then hopefully, I I punch that up through the through the rest of the week. My, uh, I was talking about my mom. My mom got me into IT. They, my dad got me back into IT because uh, I had graduated. I had a job in um, in the IT industry, and I just got burnt out on the office life. I just I worked at a company that had a lot of politics, and it was a small company. There was a lot of just this, just kind of dumpy politics in this office. And I hated it. And so after a year, I, I moved back to Alaska uh, and told my dad, I'm going to give a shot at the at the family biz, which family biz is construction. In the winters, I would look for a computer job, never had any luck, ultimately ended up at a at a desktop support job that to me as a college, you know, I'm a programmer, got a college education, desktop support at the newspaper was like you know i really felt like it was below me at the time which is it's totally rude but it just was not not something i was interested in doing but hey it was the job that was in the newspaper that i wanted to go apply for so i went and applied and there were 10 guys all sitting in there they were all geeks and i'm like looking around going oh man these are all nerds we're all here for the same job and i had been on i don't know how many interviews at this point for different roles and stuff never got any i've never even got calls back so I walk, I'm sitting there and I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to ask. And I'm like, all right, are you guys here for the desktop job? And they're all like, yeah, yeah. And they, you know, we're all nerds. And so nobody really wants to make eye contact anyways. And now I'm, I'm throwing everybody into a, into a, a you know, a, a confrontational type situation. But, but I asked a couple of me you know, like, all right, oh, you know, you're here. And I, I was thinking I would at least give myself an emotional boost by asking them what their background is assuming that they were all going to come back with, yeah, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm good at computers or, oh, I, I just graduated high school or something. And the first guy, I don't remember what he said, but the second guy, I'll never forget. The second guy says, says, um, yeah, I, uh, I graduated from MIT <laughs> and I was, uh, I was a computer programmer for 10 years. And I'm like, why, why are you, why are you here? He goes, I, I would do anything to live in Alaska. I don't, I don't care what the job is. I love Alaska so much. What? I moved up here just so I could live here and I'll take whatever job I can get. And then I was like, <laughs> I, I looked at the other guys. And said, do you have a college? Do you get a degree? Yes. Degree? Yeah. Degree? Yeah. I was like, okay, I got up and I started walking out and the MIT guy goes, are you leaving? I said, yeah, I'm gone. I got, I got no shot at this job. I just walked out. I went, I went home and I said, I, I went home and I, this is like right at the end of the construction season. And I, I decided I'm going to move back to Phoenix and I'm going to go get a computer job, you know? And I was really worried, like my dad's going to say, you know, you know, I thought we were making a run at this, that kind of thing. So I sat up construction. You work pretty late nights uh, in the summer because it's the only time you can work. So you worked like these sort of 14, 16 hour days. And my dad would work 18 and 20s. And so I'm sitting up waiting for him to come home. And I think it was 10, 11 o'clock at night when he finally came in. 
and I'm sitting there and he comes in and I'm just sitting at the kitchen table and he's like, he, you know, he kind of looked at me and he, yeah, he, so he sits down, he knows we want to talk about something. He takes his boots off. He sits down and grabs a beer and he says, he says, what's up? And I said, well, dad, I, you know, I love you, but I, I, I just, I think I got to go back to, to Phoenix and I think I got, I got to try and get a computer job. I, I, I think I got to, you know, just, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't think. And really hat in hand, very nervous. And, and my, my dad looks at me for about five seconds and he goes, it's about damn time. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, man, you didn't go to college. So you could have this crappy job. This crappy job is here for you. So if college doesn't work out, you got a place to land. But this is ridiculous for you to be doing this. Get out. I was like, I thought you would be mad. He goes, why would I be mad? Go use your, go use your degree. Get moving. I was like, oh, wow. And it just, it was one of those moments where, you know, just, just, it just everything flooded out. It was just like this great moment with my dad of like, oh, thanks. You know, and so, yeah, then I moved back to Phoenix and, and then I, uh, my kind of career took off from there. I came back down, got a programming job, you know, ended up getting into the industry at that point, sort of full time and all that good stuff. So I know it's not, you know, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like fatherly lady boy advice, but that was, that was the direction. I got from <laughs> but such great advice. And uh, yeah, such great fatherly advice. That's it for today's stand up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's a weekly process to find the funny. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source. So please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.